welcome back to How Good Was It? By the time you hear this, it will be the first week in January. And Happy this New is, Year. yes, Happy New Year to everyone. Of course, for us, we pre record this, so we're not even at Christmas yet, okay, guys? So please forgive us if we're a little bit time warped. But for you, the listener, it is the New Year 2024. And as we've said before, we are kicking off our Tim Burton month. So this was a month full of Tim Burton films. Let's see if they do hold up as classics or whatever else people consider them to be. Let's go by introducing everybody. Hello, Scott. Hey, what's going on, Jim? And hello, Dana. Hola, hermano. Oh, that's what I want to hear. Um, what is up, Joe AP? What's up, guys? This is a good omen to me that Joe AP is here kicking off the new year. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year to everybody for the third time, <laughs> because we have to get used to that. The 2024 is coming up for us. We are kicking off Tim Burton month with what? This is a, whose pick is this? This is Joe AP's pick, I think. Uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Dana pick. Yeah. Um, we're doing a Boys in the Hood. Um, Tim Burton's <laughs> recasting of Ice Cube. Tra oh, no, no, we're not. We're doing Edward Scissorhands. From Tim Burton comes the most incredible tale of a most unusual character, Edward Scissorhands. Hold me. I can't. Before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to give our audience a little reminder of what we do here at How Good Was It? Each episode is broken up into two halves. The first half is all about our recollection from memory of the movie. We then pause, we watch the movie, and we come back to go over how much we got wrong, how much we got right, and most importantly, does the movie still hold up? Is it as good or as bad as we remember it to be? With that, let's get in to this week's movie i th I think tim burton should remake boys in the hood now i i, I was think i want to see that man i did the whitest boys Saturday. in the hood yes that would <laughs> really be would. insane uh, tim burton if you're listening Just, please please johnny depp and boys in the hood i can't wait <laughs> he's playing the ice cube role yeah he's playing that uh, boy <laughs> i guess a recast is in order for this episode now that we've mentioned that but um yeah man let's let's get let's kick it off with what what is it edward <laughs> the season i'm just kidding listeners so, i'm just kidding I so i think we should all say what our first memory what, what we think of tim burton but also what what's the first film we saw so what 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 kind of got you guys into the tim burton universe uh dana how about you you you're the youngie what, what was the yeah. first tim burton movie you think you remember Interesting. I, I think it had to be Batman. I'm sure I saw these out of order of the time, but I, I know I pretty much watched almost all of his work because it's so eccentric. So even though I remember Batman, I think Edward Scissorhands, it screams Tim Burton to me. Batman, I, I it probably took me a while to realize that Tim Burton was actually the director of that. But Edward Scissorhands, it's just synonymous with Tim Burton in my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, it, it, we can say that's probably the movie that most defined him during the 80s from, I mean, yeah, he was coming off of things like Pee-wee's Big Adventure and such, and they were very successful. But Edward Scissorhands was a monster hit that really put his celebrity status 
to the top. Oh, him but, and Johnny Depp, right? Because this yes, is the that's right. the first time they team up together, and Johnny Depp went from being a TV heartthrob to this weird actor. Yeah, I don't think anyone thought he had it in him. Did he you come know? out? Did he came out from uh, Twenty One Jump Street? Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. Yes. So yeah, he went from being this like you know on Tiger Beat to playing an incredibly weird role in this mm-hmm. movie, and then from the rest of his career playing almost always incredibly weird roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have to explain Tiger Beat to our younger listeners. <laughs> they were probably thrown off by the Tiger Beat. Like, tiger? T- tiger was beating up on who? What's going on? Again? Johnny Depp got attacked by a tiger. Um, there was a, a a magazine back in the day um, called Tiger Beat, and it was sort of like uh, like t- Scott said, it dealt with like it was kind of for teenage girls, little girls, and you know, it was heartthrobs and cute guys. And Johnny Depp was on the cover every fucking month. He was the Twenty One Jump Street was huge for for Johnny Depp, um, but mm-hmm. he was kind of a heartthrob. And when he started doing the the weird and wacky shit with Tim Burton, case in point, Edward Scissorhands, it not only catapult catapulted Johnny Depp into a celebrity stardom, but it it really showed his acting chops. I mean, before that, I don't. I mean, was that his first big film role? Well, he was a nightmare before a nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, you know, I got all true, these. Yes, but yeah, it, was but it wasn't a big role. role. Small role. Yeah. He dies, yeah. in it. and then he did Twenty One Jump Street. But he was a star from Twenty One Jump Street. But this is, you know, this is the eighties. You didn't jump from movies to TV and back and forth like when you were a this TV actor. You were a TV actor. It was the rare TV actor got out of that and became a movie star, and he was one of them. You remember another character actor from that Twenty One Jump Street that is very popular, Scott? Oh, anybody? Uh, I know all yeah. their names. So Peter yeah, Deloise, uh, Dustin Wynn. Uh, who else was in it? Uh, it was Dustin Wynn, my man. Holly, yeah. Holly Robinson. Richard Grieco. Yeah, Holly Robinson. Yeah, Richard yeah. Grieco. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, of course. I watched, I was into 21 Jump Street. That was right up my alley. Yeah, we we well, watched that in my neighborhood. Crybaby. <laughs> Crybaby, Johnny, Johnny Depp? It yes, was. he was it in Crybaby as well. Crybaby. That's John out. Waters. Yeah, that's okay. uh, that's after. But yeah, that's that's another great around, Johnny Depp role. Yeah, around the same time or like a bit after. I think a little bit after. I think it's early nineties. Well, going yeah, back to Tim Burton as a director, though. So so Edward Scissorhands. Now this was, what what year do we think this came out? Because this definitely uh, came out. I mean, his first his first no 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 was, no. No. Well, his first movie be was the... Pee Wee, and Pee Wee was we already did our review. Oh, on Joe, you're right. Yeah. So no, this is I it's I just read 90s. this to all of us, right? No, it's I think it's 90 exactly. I think it's um 88 was um Beetlejuice, 89 Batman, and then 90 this film. It was the 90s, yeah. Early maybe 91. Wow, I remember it as being for I could swear it was the 80s, but I thought it was an right. 80s movie as well. Yeah. And this was okay. Edward Scissorhands. Now this was also a star vehicle. Well, she was already a star by then. Winona Ryder. Am I mistaken? Well, she is star. Then? Yeah, no, she's she, a kid in this movie. She's she's like a teenager, like maybe seventeen, sixteen. Now she, she, you know what? She must have been eighteen because she started dating Johnny Depp. So Honestly, I think they started dating when she was seventeen. I, I, honestly, I think oh. that's. I think that is uh, 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 Laura. Oh. So I think she was like seventeen when she did this film. Now, Dana, is this news to you that Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder were an idol? Do you not know this? No, no, I, I, I know that Johnny Depp and that klepto were together. Like I, I'm <laughs> yes. very aware. Yeah, he famously <laughs> uh, tattooed her name on his arm. He tattooed Winona forever, and oh, then when they yeah, broke yeah. up, he changed it to Wino forever. Uh, <laughs> that was appropriate. 
Uh, was this after good. or before she uh, shoplifting? This is uh, uh, this is oh, this is before. I think John, this is, Johnny made this her a little way before. Okay. Yes, but I, I think this was way before. I, I but but yeah, it was a big deal when I was younger. It was mm. she was basically known for for that. But I think she was a bit older. She was a little bit more of an established star, and then that's where all that luster came off of her. Yeah. So mm. so yeah, that was a that was a while. She herself had quite the track record in the eighties as well. But made a comeback. You know, Stranger yeah. Things brought her back into our our world, and we're going to see more of her. You see her in uh, Beetlejuice two coming out soon. True. She did really well in Stranger Things too. I thought she played a really good role. Yeah, um, Mr. But... Deeds is actually the last thing I've seen her. In. Oh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Deeds, Deeds was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she played the she plays the, the yeah the fucked up newscaster. Wait yeah. a minute. I know we're going very much off topic, but I got I, I got to explore this. So, so Mr. Deeds, am I wrong? Was that uh, Adam Sandler. Sandler movie? Yeah, a Sandler movie. Yeah, I don't remember uh, her in any Adam Sandler. Yeah, movie. yeah but then yeah. again, I must say I'm not the biggest fan of Adam Sandler, so so I, I haven't watched. Oh, uh, wait till our Adam Sandler month well, comes up. Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, done with this trouble. podcast. <laughs> I'm glad I've been be a racist on this, this podcast. Upcoming... I oh, we got to do it for a month. You know, we we got it. We got to We there's some good Adam Sandler films. We we need to. Uh, Are you sure about that, Scott? So oh, my wife is definitely some good. Ones. My wife is a huge Adam Sandler. I, Epic I, I don't get it, and that's Epic probably be the only month she'll to tune into the podcast for. <laughs> you know, everything going on in the world. You're so anti-Semitic, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. We all got to be anti-something, don't we? So, <laughs> yeah, but Edward Scissorhands. So let's get oh, into yeah. the plot. What do we remember about the plot of this movie? Uh, isn't it just Frankenstein, but like in a modern version of it? Like uh, I remember yeah, Avon's means... calling. Yeah, I, was it? I don't. What, what, okay, so so I remember this. As far as the setting, it took place in this weird town. That and I was... believe in Florida. I think it was filmed down here. Yeah, uh, it figures. It... That explains yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. And and uh, so. Joe AP made the reference. <laughs> Joe AP made the reference to to Avon because I think it was like everyone in this town had like pink cars or something, and it was it was just very offbeat town. Like I, like, I, yeah, I think the the lady they discover advertising. She was selling the 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 product, and mm-hmm. she her job is going door to door, knocking on the door and ask. Uh, you know, Avon's calling, and then she's and I think I think I remember the movies pretty well. She you actually, just saw it, but by the way, uh, listen, no, 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 no. he's I, seen it very recently. I, I have not seen this movie maybe in a few years, but I remember okay. the, the story, like, such as in 2023, few years, uh, <laughs> 2024. You guys want to hear the plot on that? Oh, okay, yes, whoa. please. Oh, okay. I know. Right. So, <laughs> she, I think she went around selling Avon, and then that nobody was trying to buy any from her. So she, the last resort was going to this house up in the hill at the end of the road. And very bizarre looking home is off place compared to the cookie cutter, that town that she was walking around. And then this one particular home is up on the hill. So she made the decision to go up there and knock on the door. And that's when she discovered um, Edward. Then she brought him back home with him, with her, um, yes. Trying to because she felt bad or something, but because of his. Hair. So, so is, is the remember... she? Is, yeah. yeah, is the she Diane? Oh, It's the mom. She's the Rorona uh, moms, right? She's yeah. yeah. So when and then the town was kind of like you know this is a boring town. Nobody 
everything in this town, if something happened, anybody knows about it. So, Joe, do you remember where, where does he come from, though? Is it like, did he have like a creator and the guy he died? Was, or something he like was, that? In, yeah, somebody, the old man created him and he died. So uh, he had a heart attack and mm. he'd been living on his own since then. And uh, he doesn't know how to take care of himself, but he's yeah. supposed to not a human. But yeah, she brought him back home. And I think when that happened, the, you know, all the girls, the ladies, housewives, want to know what's going on, like something new in, in the neighborhood. So they are trying to like see what she brought back home with her. And then they discovered is that he's had this bizarre looking hand made out of scissor. And it's very talented in the way where he can use that scissor with it, with, you know, to do everything. Cutting Dad, Joe, hair. Let's just go into how good was it? You know the whole movie. It was good. It was like, good. Joe <laughs> is killing it. No second like, No, I, I remember, the, I mean, not, not everything, but I probably say about 85% of the movie. So okay. doesn't wow. he like originally like start like trimming bushes and making like animals well, in the bushes or does he do hair first? Uh well, Scott, I don't know by in order, but I know that he, he was, could have fooled me too. Uh, yeah, he, seriously. I think she doesn't know what to do with him, right? So one yeah. day, I think I think he just helping out around the house. So I think he started trimming dog's hair or cutting her hair, and then helping on the weekend, helping the husband with the the landscaping, and he started. So and then making all this stuff. If we, if I may backtrack a bit, now that you're talking about, because yeah, I, I did forget about that that he would do these amazing sculptures, mm-hmm. um, you know, the freaking hedges out of hedges and and greenery. But the, did he already when, when she went up and met him, this this Avon lady, right? Who played the mm-hmm. Avon lady, by the way? Wasn't it another? I can't Diane Weiss. Oh, okay, Weiss okay, is okay. Who we were okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that. And I think I'm isn't so- that the big part about it is that she's kind of like a plain Jane. And then he finally does her hair. Does her hair. Kind of there. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then everybody right. in town wants him to do her hair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they become a talk of a, of a neighborhood, talk of the mm-hmm. town, in a way, in, in, at least <clears throat> in that little subdivision. Um, I think somehow, I think there's this part where he was, they put him in school. But people were teasing him. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I remember Winona has uh, her boyfriend's Anthony Michael Hall, if I remember right. I oh, believe yes, he it's was. her boyfriend playing a big bully. bully. And dick. Um, yeah, dick of the 80s. And yeah, yeah, he he's playing the dick in the film. And yeah, he they they do make fun of him. And I, somehow they get into a fight. And doesn't he cut Anthony Michael Hall with his? Yeah, scissors? I thought he like stabbed him or something. Well, yeah. I think him. I don't think he know how to fight. I think yeah. he was just trying to like block or whatever, and then yeah. accidentally cut because he cut himself all the time with his yeah. hand because yeah, he sees he's the scars, scars all over. His name yeah. is Edward Scissorhand. Yeah. So, <laughs> that part I feel like is the only thing he could predict it. But Joe, go back. You're you're fucking crushing it. Go ahead. Right, I don't so remember. I don't, shit. I don't remember in order, but I think that's what happened when and then this neighbor this particular lady she's like a flirty type woman in in the neighborhood that she oh. always wanted to invite him over yes, Dana. and try Believe to yeah i was like who is this actress i remember being in love with her she I mean, was the I, lady I, from married with children right the no oh, the, i don't think peg bundy no i don't, I don't think, think so, so but she's i think bundy? she looks like her no, the hair, same kind like of hair, hair like that. Right, yeah, right. I don't yes, think yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so she's she was... trying to have her way with him, and he doesn't know. I forgot know about she... that. There's actually a woman in, in this movie that wanted to get with Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, she was yeah. very fucked up, and yeah, she was, she was about that life. Wow. So, yeah. so I think what happened 
afterward that they, he got so popular that everybody wanted a piece of him. Well, yeah. and maybe that yeah. was he's also reason. he's in love with Winona, you know, and yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, you know, and I, Winona kind of likes him. And then he does a scene where he like he makes it snow for her, where he like cuts like a bunch of paper, and she's like twirling oh, around. Okay, uh, now yes, I remember yes. the movie. Now. Yeah, see, I remember so that scene. The beginning of the movie, it was an old woman telling a story about how how explain to the her grandson about snow, why there's snow, and I think mm. she was talking about like there was a guy up in the hills. You know, like uh, I need something oh, with yeah. the ice. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. he was doing I, the ice sculptures with his yes. scissor hands. I, and, I am and... definitely gonna have to pause Joe. Joe, why the fuck do you know so much about this movie? Because he's I, so, I, I like this one. Is this your top ten movie? How often do you watch this movie? Uh, <laughs> I, to be honest, God honest truth, I probably saw this movie like 10 years ago. Like um you are remembering so many details that's kind of I'm remembering some of it, but well, yeah, well this, the only conclusion I can make is that this movie must have boobs in it somewhere for Joe. No, no exactly. No, but I think Joe had a thing for Winona. I, I'm gonna say that ah, Joe, Joe liked Winona in this film. Scott's wrong. Winona's I, boobs. I had gotcha. a thing for yeah. uh, to um, what's his name? Johnny Depp. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Johnny Depp's boobs. Gotcha. His boobs. He, he's my gotcha. idol in Twenty One Jump Street. I is think that? I think the end. The villagers kill him, and then that's how the film film ends. So the end, right? He dies he in the movie. No, no, but no, they no, like no. chase him. They chase him like Frank. This is yes. Frank. This movie Some, is Frank. Something happened. He something cuts happened, like he right? cuts somebody, like either a little girl or yeah, is yeah. it or maybe it's Anthony Michael Hall, and then everyone like yeah. turns on him and they chase yeah. him back to his castle that he that he right. like lives in. It's quite sad actually. I, I remember something yeah. happened and then he had to run away or Ronona help him escape. Yeah, what Ronona the hell did him. he expect? He has scissors for hands. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Edward scissors. Hey, so after this movie, we're gonna, we're gonna segue into Sweetie Todd, which is also the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> this is a hand part Dear. two. Well, well oh, I don't, I don't know what else we could go. <laughs> Joe gave us the whole. Yeah, Joe, Joe, just listen, yeah. I, I Sorry, guys. I'm not hate. No, I'm not hating on you for it. Listen, we usually don't remember shit. I see it as a good omen for 2024. We, well, I, it's more of a setup, man. You, I mean, you are looking at a new it. Joe. Yeah. That, well, now, now we get a critique, Joe. Now we get to see if he's like at 95% or if he's like mm, at 20%. Yeah. yeah. If even yeah, half I mean, of this shit is correct, I, yeah. I'm incredibly impressed. So uh, kudos too. to you, I Joe AP. That, I mean, this I, is. I can see that not from moment. Scott. Approve, approval. Good job. Good job, Joe. <laughs> Good job. So it, now, did we establish that all of us liked this film when it came out? I know I liked this film when it came out. I, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I actually, I did not like this movie when it first came out. <laughs> Like, I didn't like but this you, movie, but, you but know I know it. everything about it. I, I hated I it because I didn't get it when I saw this in the theater. I saw this in the theater. I don't know. Uh, Scott may know this. The the mm. the, the, the um Walmart on US nineteen. That used oh to be yeah, the those old ones. Yeah, yeah. That was the theater I saw this movie. I remember mm. leaving uh, a matinee. I saw this in the afternoon and I hated it. I thought this movie is terrible. The first time I watched this movie. I didn't see it in the theater. I had no okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I had no interest in anything Johnny Depp did back then. He was yeah. just a pretty face that all the girls talked about. So I stayed away from anything he was in. I, I I've never watched an episode of Twenty One Jump Street. I had no interest what? in his movies. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm sorry to, to disappoint you, Joe, but between him and that Greco guy, I had no Oh, man. Greco. I mean, two greasy white guys running around chasing people, pretending to be cops. No, thank you. I, I got enough of that where I grew up people, to watching cops chase people, so I didn't need to see it on TV. I almost shaved my eyebrows so I could look like trim it the way that he like. He's it's not too late, Joe. You still can do it. You can still. They literally had an Asian guy for you to emulate, but that's the direction that you went with. Yes, I was proud of the Asian guy in there, but he he wasn't as you know cool as he wasn't getting the girls. Richard Grieco was getting the girls. Yes, not enough shaved eyebrow. And if looks could kill, was also. Which a great great Greco starred in it. Yeah. He played like a secret agent. Yes. Yeah. Where where is it Greco now? Um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) that puts the and then to our Greco (laughs) retrospective. A Greco Uh, love fest. Yeah, as I was saying, I didn't see this movie until I met Annalisa, my wife introduced me to this. Wow. I never watched because I I just it was like it was Johnny Depp. It was, it was like, I have no interest. I was like, I remember watching it with her. It when I started dating my, who's not my wife. And I loved it. I remember loving it. I was like, holy shit. I wish I would have uh-huh. seen this movie sooner. She introduced me to this movie. We watched it on, uh, I think it was like a DVD rental or VHS. I think, no, we used to, it was Blockbuster was still a thing. Oh. When we first met. Wow. And so when she was visiting me, when, when she would visit New York. It's Blockbuster rent- Uncle June. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we would rent a shit ton of movies because we both of us didn't have any money. We didn't go out and we just stay home and watch endless movies. And I remember this was one of them. She loved this movie. I, I'm not sure when I watched this, but I, I definitely feel like whenever I watched it, I was I was too young to understand it. Not like understand it because of like artistic or anything, but I think I just, just did not understand it. Except for maybe the boob part of whoever the love interest, uh, well, not his love interest, but the, the lady who liked him. I, I just remember her being buxom. But I understand what you mean by Johnny Depp. Uh, my generations, it was uh, it was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like I, anything mm. that had Leo in it, I just, you know, every girl watched Titanic 10 times. I made sure to mention to him that he played like a retard in what's eating Gilbert Grape. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so I I'm I completely understand where you come from with that. So oh, but, he uh, was very convincing in I that appreciate role. that, Dana. Thank you. Oh, with, oh yeah, with, with you. The aforementioned Johnny with Depp. Nona. And Johnny exactly. Depp. Yeah, they're all was, together. Yeah. That is hilarious. Way, way um, to tie it up. Well, nice little segue. Listen, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see it again. I know we 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 uh, talk about what's eating Gilbert's grape. The lady that that was in the movie that was seducing Johnny Depp. What was her name? I thought she was the hottest uh, old woman. What movie me. are we talking about? Are we talking about Gilbert's grape? What's eating Gilbert's grape? Yeah, yeah. Was, I I like was she eating Gilbert's grape? Because I never saw. That. She was trying to seduce him, but she always had him bring the grocery over. But yeah, I vaguely I, remember. I don't remember what actress. She's was. very very hot. To me, so we, she's like, so we went from Tim Burton month to Johnny Depp month. Is yeah, yeah. yeah, basically, sort of, yeah, sort of. that's exactly. Wait, which a Greco month? Uh, <laughs> it happens. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, it's okay. Listen, but uh, it all ties together. I'm excited. It's all good. But yeah, I'm excited to watch this. I, I am. I, I, am as well. I, I just, uh, I, I really hadn't seen it in a long time. Um, so it's, I, I'm curious to see what holds up, and I just know that it's just going to be a wild ride because it's Tim Burton 
and it's very eccentric. So I, uh, I'm curious. Usually at this point, uh, I, I'd be asking what else do we know about the movie, but I'm not going to ask that because we got to save something for the second half of this episode. So, and we've what else do we know about the movie, Joe? And, and and again, Joey P, no diss on you, man. I'm I'm actually very impressed. I'm like, I, I can't remember anymore, June. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't believe you for a second, bro. All the things I, I said agree. could have be wrong information. We, folks. we covered Twenty One Jump Street. We we covered somebody eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, uh, Joe, that's Mary Steenburgen. Virgin. I just looked it up. That's, oh, uh, that's a, yes. yeah, 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 a much younger Mary Steenburgen. Ted Danson's wife. Yes, he is yes. my hot. She is hot. I uh, yeah, I, she, I, was, she hot was a beautiful woman. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, well, I, I, you know what? I, with you guys, like it or not, I'm wrapping this up. I don't want Joe AP to keep going on this <laughs> trajectory with Twenty One Jump Street and Richard Grieco. I, 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 I am officially saying the next half of this episode, we're not discussing Richard Grieco. You know, Jimmy, I'm putting my you gotta Google him after this. Yeah, I know. all roads. Oh, I know who he down. is. I have no. That's why I'm putting my foot down. We are not discussing Twenty One Jump Street next. Time. Edit, <laughs> I refuse. Edit, edit. I, I I have to allow it. If does anyone else want to add anything else? No, I I'm, anything. I'm ready to watch this. I'm excited. Yeah, me too, man. I think me it'll too, be a great too. start to this Tim Burton month. So uh, yeah, let's get to watching Edward Scissorhands. Man, I'm gonna have my check because Joey P broke it down. I'm thoroughly impressed. Thanks. Um, that that would not happen again. I promise. Oh no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It just took a weird turn with Richard Grieco. That's all. Uh, thank you for joining us at How Good Was It. As always, follow, like, subscribe. Thank you for joining us at How Good Was It. Again, Happy New Year. Stick around for our Tim Burton month to see what else we review. And that's about it. Let's say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Sit tight. We'll be right back with How Good Was It? Do you have memories about this week's film that you'd like to share with us? Hit us up at How Good Was It Pod for X, formerly known as Twitter, at HGWI Pod. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you'll find video promos for each and every episode. Welcome back, audience, to How Good Was It, where we review the movies of our past and the present when we feel like it. Hello, Scott. Hey, welcome back, Jim. Hello, Joe A.P. What's up, June? And hello to you, Dana, sir. Hola. Como se dice? Crispy's classic? <laughs> that was an interesting accent you put on there. Uh, Sounds like Speedy Gonzalez. I was gonna say that. I was like, Dana has been replaced by Speedy Gonzalez. Dana has been canceled. <laughs> canceled again. Yes, we are back with the second half to our Edward Scissorhands retro review. Because, you know, by the time you guys get this, we'll be uh, into our, what, Tim Burton month, right? In January. Yes. So do we have a name for this month? We are doing a theme for this month. Shouldn't we have a name for it as well? I just called it Tim Burton month. Uh, <laughs> all right. We, we're going to have to workshop this. We, I, think we, I think we can do better. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think of it. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, 
you guys could come listen by all getting means. weird with Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we'll, we'll work on it. Work, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, let me know quick though. Damn it, I already started the cover page. <laughs> they all say Tim Burton. Already. <laughs> I could still do them over it though, so it's all good. Um, of That's course, awesome. you know, that'll probably all be edited out. Yeah, no, just put, you can just put an X through whatever you wrote, and then we'll we'll put on something new. It'll be fine. <laughs> so yes, as we said before, we're in the middle of our Tim Burton month, uh, yet to be named, but it is all about Tim Burton this month, and we have started with one of his classic films, one of his first big films, I think. Right, Edward Scissorhands. We yes. have watched this movie. We are back to report our thoughts, followed by our reviews, and let's get into it, gentlemen. Let's start with some facts some figures and some observations about this movie. Who would like to start? Hmm. Um, I think <laughs> I already start the first half. So the second half should be someone else. Oh, okay. I, I th thanks for saying that, Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you, we needed that, but I, I can, you know, this movie is definitely, uh, well, it was filmed here in Florida. It has a very Florida vibe to it, for sure. Oh, it was filmed in uh, parts Are of those the, the real neighborhood? And, Yes, uh, it's a real suburb in Lutz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know Uh-huh, and then the shopping center and stuff like that was in Lakeland, and, like, the diner oh. was in Lakeland, and, yeah. Uh, it's, that's uh, right, so, so depressing. Were, yes, they did it all in this area. So, yeah, so, it makes, makes sense. So as soon as this movie started and we saw the locale and they started going through the neighborhood, and, you know, my wife, I was watching with my wife. My wife has watched this movie a million more times than I have. She loves this movie. She actually introduced me to this movie. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And so she was like, I think that's Florida. And I was like, really? And so she looked it up, you know, while we were watching. She was like, yep, it's Lutz. And it being in Florida, it explained so much about this movie. <laughs> it explained yeah. so much. A lot of things came together for me. I was like, yeah, this is Florida, man. Yeah, it's not a set that they built. That's an actual community in Florida. They All they did was just paint the houses in those colors. You know, they, other than that, that's... That that's just a regular. I wonder if those year. houses still the same that the same paint. Uh, they the said that they painted most of them back, but they said a few people wanted to keep the paint. So yeah, they, I would. Yeah, so that was part of the deal. Was they painted the community, but they had to paint it back to whatever they wanted to afterwards. Mm. Mm. So audience, in case you didn't know the rel the, the relevance is, you know, three of our uh, hosts, you know, everyone but me, uh, resides in Florida. So I mean, this is close to home for them. So they should have known this. <laughs> I did know this. I mentioned in the first half that it was filmed yeah. in Florida. Oh, okay. Then I'm just not paying attention. Well. <laughs> you just don't want to do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it takes place in Florida, as Scott said. And uh, yeah, that, again, like I said, it explains a lot of the behavior in this movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's classic Burton. I mean, just after us watching A Nightmare Before Christmas, it's still, you know, it's all the same same things over and over, you know, a lot of the same things you see, especially in the inventors, uh, uh, the creator's uh, castle. It, it seems like, you know, like he took it right out and put it into a nightmare before Christmas a few years later, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's signature style for sure. Oh yeah. Man. As soon as the, the credits roll and you're going through the scenery right away, it reeks of Tim Burton, man. Mm -hmm. It just, it just, it's him through and through. Um, did Danny Elfman do the, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a stupid question. You could tell right away. Yeah, of course. They're always partner, but he wanted Robert Smith to do the music for it uh, originally. And Robert Smith was his inspiration for Edward Scissorhands, the the look, the hair and tell. all that. Yeah, I tell. mean, it looked yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. 
Um, but wow, that would have been quite interesting to have Robert Smith do the music. I think it would have been a whole different thing. I'm well, kind of he declined because he, he was didn't. doing disintegration at that time. Yeah, so a uh, classic cure album. That could have so, been yeah. the soundtrack. It probably would have yeah, fit right. Yeah, <laughs> probably would work. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, hey, da Danny Elfman, as usual, fucking genius doing his scores. I, I mean, Tim Burton found his composer in Danny Elfman. I mean, it's a perfect combination. Mm -hmm. And was this the the first um, Johnny Depp, Tim Burton collab? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. Yeah, wow. he wasn't aware of uh, Depp. He didn't watch 21 Jump Street. Um, but he liked him. He auditioned for it. He actually already had Winona for the role because he had Winona from Beetlejuice. Yes. And he wanted her to do the role the whole time. And then Johnny was uh, cast after. Oh, were we right on the date? I, I don't recall. Yeah, 1990. Right I, yeah. I, we, we were right around. I think we said 89. I think we thought it was like, like so the it, very It was 80s. the 90s. But it, it came was out in the 90s. 1990. Yeah, 1990 oh. exactly. I think you had said in the first half um, about Crybaby, Dana. Uh, Crybaby yeah. was the same year. They both were 1990. So Crybaby oh, okay. actually came out before this movie. I don't, I don't remember the dates, but they it was it, it's listed before this on uh, IMDb. But they're both 1990. Crybaby is John Waters. Correct? Yeah. Yep. So you know, interesting. Johnny Depp is an interesting actor in that you know he he came up with that whole you know during that whole Twenty One Jump Street thing, and he was like a sex symbol. He was like a teenage idol. He went out of his way, you know, once he got into uh, the film industry into Hollywood, because back then. You know, um, movies and TV were still two different worlds, you know, um, and rarely did, you know, actors jump from one to the other. And he made a very successful jump. I mean, he took advantage of his fame from uh, the TV show 21 Jump Street, it seems to me. And once he got into Hollywood, he really went out of his way to choose like really non, you know, pop idolist roles yeah. for lack of a better term you know he very he few in his entire idol. filmography i mean even though uh you know More like his, a hmm. uglier look to himself right that yeah i think he liked to choose interesting Hot directors and 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 not play toward his looks but yeah m most of his credits really are strange roles and uh mm -hmm. interesting roles and now he's just crazy in real life so it's it fits him well, he's just a pirate now. He became yeah. the pirate. He became, he became Keith Richards. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah a... Thank you. <laughs> by the so this is 1990. Mm -hmm. So by this time, he was already a big time. Well, he had did Batman movie. the year before. So 89. Yeah. yeah, Batman was in 89. So yeah, that was a huge hit, and it probably he could make whatever film he wanted to, and he made Beetlejuice. Oh, so before this was you had Batman. You had Batman. Was Batman Returns was before this too? No, Batman Returns ninety one. I think it's okay. no, ninety one or ninety two. Yeah, yeah. ninety two. Yeah. I think yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's true because uh, Batman become big came out in eighty nine. Yeah, as we we said last. Yeah. So, but so he already had quite you know he had a a big start. I mean, he had already done Beetlejuice. He had already done um, Pee Wee. The, Pee Wee. So so yeah. he had the track record. So by this time, I'm sure by the time you know. He threw the idea of doing Edward Scissorhands at, at whatever film studio he was a part of. And they must have been like, man, if you hadn't brought in all this money, we would never do this movie. Because oh, this for is sure. really mm -hmm. off the beaten path for yeah. any film studio to, to do this type of film. And especially casting Johnny Depp. The first thing any Hollywood exec would be like, oh, great. You know, we got this heartthrob. He has the face. He's the man of the hour. And then once you see this, how they made him up in this movie, where it's like they made him look beyond 
you know, macabre, you know, and it's like, what, what do we have here? Like the execs must have been sweating in their freaking ties. Yeah, but, and he um, doesn't, he barely speaks in the film. I think he said, a, true. so his list is like 161 words in the entire film. You know, that, that's all he said. But yet, I gotta say, I think he did a wow. great job. I forgot oh, for what sure. the job he did in this yeah. movie. He really did. He was very expressive. His, his facials, his, his physical, you know, ticks that he, you know, incorporated into this character. Man, I, I guess okay. we should go through the plot. Yeah, yeah I guess so, because we're going to have a lot to say. <laughs> so the movie starts out, um, as usual with Tim Burton, you know, his credits are always a thing. There's always mm -hmm. imagery. There's always there's, of course, the Danny Elfman soundtrack that that already puts you in his world and his and his in his mindset. But where does the movie starts out with a what's what's the actress's name who played the uh, the mom and the Avon lady? No, it starts out that... with Winona with an old lady t reading a story, like telling a, story. a bedtime right. story to her granddaughter, maybe. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. Winona with some bad old lady makeup on. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> Winona Ryder. Second, you see <laughs> it, like yeah, that's Winona. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Yeah, she was I telling the, the granddaughter about the snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it snowing in Florida? Yeah, <laughs> Grandma, well, how come it was in Florida is snowing outside? Why is it snowing, Grandma? Where does it come from? Oh, that's a long story, sweetheart. I want to hear. Oh, not tonight. Go to sleep. I'm not sleepy. Tell me, please. Well, all right. Let's see. I guess it would have to start with scissors. Scissors? Well, there are all kinds of scissors. And once there was even a man who had scissors for hands. Um, yeah, she's telling uh her granddaughter the story. She starts telling her the story about why snow falls in at least their part of Florida. It loots, I guess. From there it flashes back. The the interesting thing about Tim Burton's films, and in particular this one, you know, he he'll just meld periods of time together you know it's like at first you're like okay this is the 60s and then you'll go into one person's house and the decor is 70s and then you go into another person's house and it's 80s so it's like mm -hmm. he just melded all these decades together so it's it already puts you in a kind of a surreal mind state you don't really know what yeah. time period you're in yeah it seems like 70s cars but i in my mind it's the 80s in, in my mind so yeah i i, I don't know well, some of the hairstyles the women had in the neighborhood yeah. were very 80s. It's like the yeah. big poof hairspray thing. Hairspray, mm -hmm. yeah. um, but then you go into some of the houses and it's like straight up 60s. The colors, yeah. very 60s. From that scene with uh, the bad old Winona with her granddaughter, I guess. Um, she starts telling her this story and, and the scenery flashes back. And that's when we uh, are introduced to her mother. Correct. Who... Um, is played by the what's the name of the actor? Diane Weiss. Diane Weiss. Diane Weiss. Who's been in she was in so many movies back then. Parenthood and uh, yeah, just like just tons and tons of movies. Yeah, um, like the movie with Whoopi Goldberg where she plays like the male lawyer, she plays her assistant. She's in a lot of stuff. I'm not yeah, sure what movie a, that is, but what movie is this Dana yeah. talking about? I think Dana I, picked the one movie. Yeah, Dana, Dana, yeah. Dana, like, Dana loves Whoopi. Oh, in the 90s. <laughs> oh, no, it's a, she she, oh, she not no ghost. not ghost so there's a there's a movie where uh whoopi goldberg basically doesn't get enough credit of being like a, a businesswoman um so instead she creates 
she creates a, a character the character is basically a white old white man to make the character and she does it with her, her friend who uh, sees the sexism in it and she basically is the secretary to Whoopi Goldberg um shit I will find the name of it <laughs> but I can't believe you guys haven't seen this movie I, 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 like I think you've I dropped so this casually. movie I, I believe that, that this is all your imagination <laughs> it's, it's not jumping jack flash oh. yeah it's not jumping jack oh. flash it's not ghost. Well, it's not color no, purple. Those are the only whoopee uh go oh uh, yeah. sister act. Sister yeah, that's act. all I can Two. that's all I can name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently uh, Dana just meanwhile made back in yeah. the <laughs> I have oh, yeah, the so... be it now. <laughs> wow. while, while Dana looks it up to prove yes, yeah. So so yeah, crazy. she's the Avon lady. She's a yeah. local local. Avon's so do you lady. think that people nowadays have any idea what Avon is? Nobody under yeah. 30 knows what Avon is, right? Yeah. Associate. I think maybe nobody under 40 knows what Avon is. I mean, that was so popular in the 70s. Joe, you, do you know Avon? I know of Avon from this movie. Just and from I this think movie, the, though, It's right? a makeup, right? It's a makeup kit. Yeah, they they go well, door to door yeah. selling yeah. selling makeup, yeah. Yeah, it grew to, it was beyond makeup, too. They had a whole bunch yeah. of other shit. We, we had, even in the ghetto, we had the Avon lady. And I remember mm-hmm. my mom would have this strange woman come, and mm-hmm. nobody knew who she was, and she'd come with all this shit. And my mom mm-hmm. never bought a damn thing. Maybe she no. bought one or two things, but they would give, you know, gifts and stuff. That's got to be and, the hard sale, huh? Go door to door, try to sell something that... Mm, it was you know. very popular back in its day. But I mean, nowadays, I don't think as much. Yeah. I don't and, think and, and, really and, in this way. movie, like everyone's making fun of her. Nobody wants to talk to her. The kids mm-hmm. are going, hey, Avon lady. You know, the yeah. it's just... It's a sucky job. But she's yeah. very positive. She's very, very positive. Very, very happy. Kind. Very nice person. That mm-hmm. has a character. And she is. She is. Yeah, I think she always plays that character, right? I I, I can't think of this yeah. actress playing anybody other than this type of character. Mm-hmm. That's true. And most of her roles were kind of like the sweet, uh, nurturing type. But uh, yeah, we see her go door to door in her neighborhood and she doesn't make any sales. But it established it establishes her as the Avon lady, as a mother. She gets to a point where she's sitting in her car and she's like, you could tell she's somewhat disappointed that she hasn't been able to sell any of her mm-hmm. Avon products. And she catches a glimpse and her- of this, I don't know if you want to call it a castle, a manor, I don't know what. It, it was so funny when they first showed this scene of this hill with this <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein-ish type house this, or whatever well there's top. a hill it's like a mountain that's a block from her house yes i mean it was literally right. at the end when, when, when edward's <laughs> running there it is like three houses down and he's at his old driveway everyone the whole neighborhood literally walked up at the end of this this, this hill or mountain or whatever it was but anyway she's the dumbest this. contrast <laughs> yeah go yeah. ahead sorry no no not at all Dana, not at all <laughs> But um, <laughs> oh, Dana, Dana did find the movie that Whoopi Goldberg movie. What was it, Dana? The Associates. The Associates. So, never you. heard. Yeah. Of it. I, what, what year was this movie? Ninety six. That's why you haven't heard it. Mm. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I was really like, it's like, yeah, no, I've seen it. It comes on like all the time on network TV. But but Diane she plays. She she. It's another sweet kind of role she plays the secretary but but that's i i basically gave you the premise the whoopi goldberg played a white guy so as we established in trading places blackface bad um and, <laughs> and the associate whiteface 
It's okay as long as there's a mask. Like like white chicks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could do it right now. Uh, how good was it? It, it wasn't good. I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't have to see it. I just I can hear the description. Like no, Oscar good. Oscar nominated for sure. <laughs> have you guys ever watched uh, White Chicks? Of yes. Course. Also yeah, not good. Yeah. How good was also it? Also regrets. <laughs> a lot of regrets. <laughs> Every episode should be like this. We could do thirty second episodes. And have a whole season uh, in one night. That'll be great. Um, and that takes care of our Whoopi Goldberg month, I guess. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so she decides to go up this mountain, up to this uh, haunted looking place. You know, it's all grays. It, it, you know, the contrast, like Dana mentioned earlier, the contrast between this neighborhood with its, inc- with its crazy pastel colors. And then you go up this hill, and it's just total black and white and gray. There's no mm-hmm. color up there, but she makes her way up there. And, you know, one thing I've learned, especially from 80s films, and I've said this before, white people do not close their windows. They do Mm -hmm. not close their doors. And they have a tendency to just walk right into other people's houses. This woman knocks on this door and receives no answer. And she just walks right in. <laughs> no. needs to say she Dana's really needs to, to sell this Avon. Say it, Dana, well, 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 no, I have the same thing as you have to say. It's like white people be crazy. <laughs> I mean, because not only does she knock on the door, she's she's still like, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. She's like walking up through stairs. Who does that? Well, oh, she, she she announced herself. That's what you know. At least she's oh the the that, you know, I if I was sitting in my bedroom, I hear somebody go hello. <laughs> Walking into that house. You're, you're absolutely right. More welcoming, yeah. One of the we're in Florida. We have like you know, like just stand your stand your ground laws and all that type of stuff that <laughs> you would hear normally go bad here. Yeah, 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 yeah you know what I mean. True. Like, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but, but go on. I, I could rain about that forever. <laughs> Hey, if you have to, go ahead, man. But she knocked on the door, the door just cracked open, you know? No, yeah. she pushed it's, the door open. She had to <laughs> literally push that door open. It she, was a lot. She lock. gave okay, it, it a, a, a shove. Like, like she wanted it was a big to door, get too. Yes, it was a big, heavy wood, oak, steel, whatever it was, door. Gotta make those so sales, baby. Effort. And, and, you know, one of the things that I love about Tim Burton is he has a knack for making the macabre very normal. Because, of course, anyone else would walk, you know, anyone would walk into a home like that and you take one look at it and you're like, maybe I shouldn't be here. Let me, this is, this is where I'm going to get killed for Mm -hmm. sure. But no, she's just, she goes straight up in there. She goes up the stairs. I mean, she went in deep into this big ass house. She went upstairs. Yeah. She She went upstairs. We have stairs with the coolest staircase I've ever seen for sure. I think she was just very curious. Well, she was a little too curious. She goes upstairs and uh, she finds and meets uh, the protagonist of our film, Edward Scissorhands. What happened to you? Where are your parents? Um, your mother? Your father? You didn't wake up. Are you alone? Do you live up here all by yourself? What happened to your face? Hmm. No, I won't hurt you. But at the very least, let me give you a good astringent, and this will help to prevent infection. 
your name? Edward. Edward? I think you should just come home with me. Just Edward, yeah. Yeah, yeah Edward, yeah. I feel I feel like the scissor hands is a taunt on him. I think we 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 you know that's really what in the movie where they're 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 making fun of him. They're calling him scissor hands. So yeah, it should have yeah, it should be just Edward. <laughs> is, is it like I like how you just took the defense of it? It's like we don't call you Dana Black guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good. Thanks, Scott. I I am <laughs> defending the people with scissor hands. Okay, that they they are a protected class. Okay, listeners, you can kind of get a hint of where this is going, right? So <laughs> this will be an interesting review at the end of this episode. Um, so she meets Edward, and for whatever reason, she decides instantly that she has to bring this guy home. Yeah, she's not scared of him. He has a scissor for hands, and she, yes. you know, she asked me what happened to you, and he says, "Sadly, he says I'm not finished," which mm -hmm. is uh, it was pretty messed up, but yeah. Yeah, it's very messed up. on his face. Oh yeah, my god, just, that's messed up yeah, enough just, that I would just turn around and be like, "Well, it was nice to meet you, Edward, and I hope you have a nice life." I'm getting the yeah. fuck out of here. But oh, she but... she was scared for like a brief second, though. Right? Yeah, like, I love you. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well have been like that, Joey P. But she decides to bring him home. I guess she takes took pity on him. I mean, he's alone. Yeah. He says that his father went to sleep and didn't wake up. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So he was, she probably found him very childlike. And she, again, being the mother of this film and, and as in most of her roles, she, she winds up being a very nurturing character. And she brings this, the, she brings this character home. They're driving home. And on the way home, we get more views into the neighborhood and the people of this neighborhood who sees the the car pass by. Of course, like any other little neighborhood, everybody knows each other. And these are the nosiest motherfucking neighbors <laughs> on the earth, man. They take a gander at this character in her front passenger seat and they're already running inside and calling each other. Yo, did you see uh -huh. that? Did you see what, what homegirl's bringing home? It, on, it was on so rotary funny. phones, which yes. I'm sure once again the younger younger people seeing this movie are like, what what the hell are they doing? Yeah, but yeah, rotary <laughs> phones doing that. It's all suburban housewives. All the husbands are way at work, and this mm -hmm. is all they do during the day is they they call the gossip and uh, yeah, this and chase men. It seems like yeah, though one of them was mowing the lawn, I believe during this scene. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. probably. So, but um, yeah. So she brings him home and she tries to um. What is the first thing she did? Well, she brings him on. She she he sees pictures of the family. Yeah, and that's when he gets his first uh, gander at Winona Ryder's character, mm -hmm. and instantly falls in love. It's, it's Joe was doing the same thing, and the same time Joe was staring at the screen, just like Edward Scissorhands. Well, that's that actually a dream neighborhood I want to be uh, living in. Um, in that neighborhood. Yeah, with a, well, with high school girls. Yeah, uh, I would be the most <laughs> popular Asian guy in town in the neighborhood. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're already in Florida. You're in Tampa. Yeah, would show you, show you around. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Knocking on their doors. Hey, yes, my love. So yeah, okay. So um, he sees the family pictures. He sees Winona and is instantly drawn in. And God bless this woman. You know, she takes him around the house. She gets she 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 feeds him. She clothes him. Um, it's it, there's a funny scene where with um, she gets some old clothes of her husband's. And uh, she gives it to to Edward. And it's like, of course, you know, we had to see him put on clothes. 
because we had to see how he does it. And mm -hmm. and, and that was at that point, that's when I started take, feeling sorry for this character. I was yeah. like, just the everyday things that you would have to go through. I know this movie isn't grounded in realism, of course, but just the simple things in life are a chore for this character. Yeah. You know? He Simply. cuts everything. Anything yeah. near him. His face, he has cuts all over his face. She, you know, she feels bad for him right away. You know, mm -hmm. Like even at the back of his his old home, his castle, she like starts putting disinfectant on his face. You know, mm -hmm. she's <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad that like, yeah, he's constantly cutting himself. I don't know what it looks like when he's using the bathroom. I, I'm almost positive there is nothing below his waist. Because, no, he's like, yeah, a he has cut that off a long time ago. Yeah. He's he's a human, Scott, so therefore he doesn't use the bathroom. Ah, but he eats so. So <laughs> and he drinks. So what, what? What? He drinks alcohol a lot later on in this movie. So yes, right. and he gets drunk. Yeah. Does it just I stay inside of him, Joe? I mean, I what, don't what do you know. Think? He's sweated out. I don't know. I, <laughs> at first, I wondered why. I was like, as far as uh, when he's wearing this this leather strappy thing that he's wearing, right, all over his body, mm -hmm. and when he gets dressed, you know, he puts it right over it. And I was like, why don't they just take that up? But I was like, no, that's probably the only thing holding them together at this point. There's all these leather <laughs> straps and such. But um, so as the movie rolls along, uh, he's introduced to the family, I think, at this point, right? Yeah, just the brother and the father for coming. Well, right, this is, is out camping. This yeah. is when they end of the days. Everybody's coming back home. Is that yeah, yeah the dad, the yeah, brother. And everybody just yeah, you know, like they just roll with it. Like the, yeah. especially the father. He he everything to <laughs> him is just like whatever you know he he doesn't care that this guy's in the house he just he, alan arkin by the way plays the father which yeah is, really i totally forgot he was the father in this movie he did and, so uh, well he was my favorite character in the movie actually yeah yeah and they're not phased at all the son wants mm -hmm. to take him to school to do for show and tell you know mm -hmm. he's fascinated by watching him eat they all are they're all watching uh edward try to eat with his scissors and they're just mm -hmm. uh yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother them at all that this monster man is in their house. Yeah, the son even makes a comment. He's like, "That's so cool." You know, can I take him to, to can I take him to school for show and tell on Monday? You know, like he's so taken with a this character. But um, who wants to carry on from there? Where do we go? Hmm. Anyone? I think she Anyone? starts showing him around the the uh, town after that, right? Well, th this is when the neighborhoods start coming over. To bring well, they're all standing on the corner watching. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, and then when the husbands all are coming home, you see all their cars coming home from work. They all run back to their houses, mm -hmm. uh, and then yeah, I think the next day they they start they they show up at our house actually. Yeah, they show up at our house to say, hey, you know, are you going to have us over for a barbecue so we can meet your new friend? Mm -hmm. And they basically invite themselves over to the house. I think at the same time, Edward's in the backyard and he starts just uh, cutting uh, the, the bushes the into shape. Is it the dog? Oh, no, he the... no, he does the, the bushes first. Yeah, okay. and the landscape first. Yeah, he, he yeah. does the topiary uh, out there. And uh, and then at the barbecue, all the ladies see it and they want him to do it all over the neighborhood. So from then on, you just basically see the entire neighborhood has all these, uh, you know, things in their yard Dinosaurs, yeah. yeah golf yeah. players so at, dogs that, yeah. yeah at that point in the scene one of the things i love again the father is my favorite character because he just he's so he's nonchalant about every single thing even towards the end during the high mm -hmm. points of the movie you know but in, during this scene in particular you know it's the first time that he witnesses edward hands do his thing with the hedges and the bushes and whatever and you know, there's that scene where where the son is like, "Come here," and he's gonna wash Edward's scissor hands 
uh, yeah. his hands, yeah, you know, yeah. with the water hose. And, and I love the father's like, well, no, don't do that, boy. You're gonna fuck up his hands. Take him, take him to the, you know, and you got oil. I love that because he was like, yeah, you know, I got this guy in, who mm. lives in my house now, and he has scissors for hands. No big deal. Mm. But yeah, like the like uh, Scott said, um, by this point, the the neighborhood is totally curious. This is when we start to really meet the neighborhood. Now, one of the characters in the neighborhood, I think we may have skipped this scene, did, did um, the religious nut of the neighborhood. Right? Yeah, did she, um, yeah, yeah, I think she had said to, yeah, when, when do we meet? We, I think we just see her at first. She's inside her house playing the organ. <laughs> I, I think uh, when, oh, once the ladies fall in love with him, she starts saying stuff to them and they just ignored her. Like totally, mm-hmm. they 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 were already enamored with uh, Edward at this point. I think it was towards the beginning because basically like when all the women were trying to see um, see Edward go into the house, they gather at the corner, this infamous yeah. corner. That, that's where she comes and she's just like, you know, no good will come of this type of deal. So yeah, so yeah, she's uh, she well, she's just a real Florida woman. That's what that was. Yeah, so. no, she, she definitely she trashed. Yeah, she was they, not cast. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that was just a neighbor that it happened to, happened yeah. on there. So yeah, uh, so so this leads up to the scene where where uh, the neighbors literally come up to their door mm-hmm. and just say, you know, and and this. <laughs> Another favorite character of mine is you already know who the the, the I don't know I'm gonna call her Peggy Bundy for lack of a better term. I think her name oh, is Loretta. Peggy. Peggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. what what is her name? Is it Peggy Loretta something like that? I don't know. Man. I think it's I Peggy. Remember her last name? Yeah. Such Kathy <laughs> Baker, who's been you know acting forever, and She's she always yeah, plays like not not characters like this at all this is a way a big departure she was joyce joyce in the movie but uh, yeah kathy okay. baker has been in like so many tv stuff over the years it's but she does well, remind this... me of a peg peg peggy peg well, in, yeah. in this particular in, in one yeah, yeah. in appearance yeah because yeah. sure. they the fire engine red hair and yeah mm-hmm. she's she's out there but this woman man this this woman's for the streets man as we see <laughs> during the film but go ahead dana you you're gonna add please well, now I'm going to change my thought just because of what you said, because oh, that was hard. great. Like she really she really was like that whole like terrible porno person where it's just like, yeah, I want pizza with extra sausage. Mm-hmm. Like the very beginning <laughs> scene, it's like a guy working in the dishwasher mm. and she's just like, get in there. And I'm just like, I didn't remember this as a kid. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, you have to imagine all this lonely housewife, you know, left alone at home. He wasn't lonely. I, I <laughs> yeah, I know Joe's been imagining that, but yeah. And that one time a guy, you know, happened to be in the neighborhood and, you know, so it's and very curious. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, it. Uh, but that, uh huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry, dude. So the other TV actress that I did not know or did not recall, the lady from uh, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, uh, the yeah, the yeah, heavier the lady in this movie, the no, heavier center, yes. Her name in the film is Helen, her real name is Conchata Farrell. So, who did she play? In the <laughs> yeah, movie? she was Helen, she, she was one of the one of the was, big core of housewives. She was the bit a little bit heavier set. Ah, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, oh, it, oh, wait a minute, she was in two and a half men. Holy mm-hmm. shit. She's for, the main, yes, yeah, she, yeah. For, she was the yeah, housekeeper, I think, exactly. Berta, is it? I, yeah, I, I forgot the name. Oh, I, I didn't put two and two together. No, I'm failing. Damn it. His name's okay. Berta. Okay. 
Oh, she apparently she passed away in 2020, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Charlie Sheen's still alive with his tiger aids and she passed away. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you're right, Joe. Birder was her name on the on he, the show. He stole her soul. He yeah, really did. So. Charlie Sheen is gonna outlive us all. That is without a doubt. So we're at we're at the scene where all the neighbors show up at this family's door and mom opens the door and they basically just, you know, talk her, not even talk her into they just do like a like a mind swipe on her and say, Hey, you're having a barbecue today. What time is the barbecue? And mm-hmm. you know, she's like uh <clears throat> calling her husband, like, Oh shit, we gotta have a barbecue. So they do have this barbecue where they do kind of it's like a meet and greet for Edward. You know, he uh-huh. meets the town. Um, and everyone's quite taken with him. There's there's quite a few funny statements made while he's meeting all these neighbors um in their backyard for this barbecue and a few funny scenes too. Where do we go from here? <laughs> I think it, it it's oh. the the at night is when uh you know he's sleeping in the waterbed and uh-huh. then Winona comes home early from camping. Ah, yes. Yeah, she that night she shows up <clears throat> and uh surprises Edward and yeah. Scares herself. a mess of that waterbed in the process was she had a, an argument with her boyfriend and then storm storm in the house no not really she just not, came not, back not yet but she didn't yeah, let she them know ahead of time yeah okay. yeah well well that, that's true we should address that that at this point we do meet um her boyfriend who's played by anthony michael hall and at, you know it's funny <laughs> because i remember anthony michael hall as this puny you know, yes. nerdy the, geek, the ultimate geek in the 80s. Yes. And, and you know, he's all kind of like more manly, more macho in this role. Plus, he's playing quite the asshole. So it's, it's quite a departure. But then again, I look back and I'm like, well, he did rape somebody in 16 Candles. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> follow <Oof. suit>. um, <laughs> uh, Actually, I, I'm going to get uh, in trouble by YouTube. You can't say that word. So oh. I never said it. <laughs> YouTube. I never said it. I guess I'll have to edit this out. After he meets, this is his first meeting with a Winona Ryder's character, and she's not having it. You know, she she's like scared of him. Um, the parents failed to tell. Well, they didn't have cell phones back then. She couldn't have been made aware that somebody was going to be sleeping in her room when she got home that night. But um, she meets Edward. This is her first encounter with Edward. Uh, where do we go oh. from here? Well, the first encounter is, you know, she's scared. She doesn't, you know, they, they get separated. The father takes <clears throat> Edward down to the basement and gets him drunk. And then she oh, meets Edward. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, yeah, they're formally introduced at that point to where uh, uh, Edward just passes out. His father gives him some liquor, which he calls lemonade. I, I guess I just keep thinking about Winona Ryder stripping uh and then <laughs> forgot I, I forgot Manila Ryder was definitely what well, there's a huge age difference between her and Johnny Depp, right? I mean I, I, think, I think it's eight years. I, I don't think it's that bad. Uh, Winona was se- just, born in 71 and Depp is 63. But yeah, at that time okay. she was 18 and he was you know 20 something. Okay, okay, so at least she was of age because that was the only thing I was thinking about. She's over here stripping nonchalantly and he's just yeah. 
pressed on the bed and mm-hmm. it's just like okay then he you know pokes all so i don't blame her for freaking out you're right we have our alcohol scene uh the, the, the father who's just so great he just tries to explain that's just what life is um but don't we move we eventually move on to uh the party where everybody sees everything but then he does uh does starts doing dogs and other you know other other activities yeah doesn't well... he do well, he, he does like he, the whole neighborhood's, um, you know, bushes, and then correct. So happens there was a dog sitting next to him. Oh, he you're does right. the dog and makes it fancy. So then everybody wants their dogs done, and, and then they move to the lady's hair. To the hair, yeah. Then yes. then uh, Joyce asks for, to, for him to do her hair, which is Joyce one of the funniest her. scenes because because Joyce. I I don't have. There's no exaggeration. She yeah. literally has an orgasm while he's uh, doing her hair. Um, they make it so what was the herbal essence, yeah, the <laughs> herbal essence commercial, yeah. Because your the dog thing made me laugh too. Because I, I forgot whatever type of let's just say it was like a sheep dog, and then he cuts it, and now it's like a fancy poodle. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I love the, the random contrast there. So we we lead with Edward now using his talents once again, which I, I think that's a thing that just keeps playing throughout the movie. It's everybody's always using Edward because Edward doesn't, he doesn't know. I mean, granted he's a machine, just like how you could think of a, a can opener or anything else that's mechanical, but it's like, he, he doesn't know right from wrong. And we're starting to understand that right now, as long as everybody's happy, it's right. Um, so as he does that deed and he's cutting people's hair, um, is this where he eventually makes the TV appearance with Diane? Yeah, because yeah. he's a big deal. Okay. He does he does all these crazy hairstyles for, for all the women in town, and then he gets invited on the local talk show. What's been the best part of your new life here in town? The friends I've made. <laughs> Any other questions? Have you ever thought of having corrective surgery or prosthetics? I know a doctor that might be able to help you. I'd like to meet him. We'll get that name after the show. Thank you very much. That's very nice. Anyone else? Yes, stand right up. But if you had regular hands, you'd be like everyone else. Yes, I know. <laughs> I think he'd like that. But then no one would think you were special. You wouldn't be on TV or anything. No matter what, Edward will always be special. Yeah. Was this before he go to high school, to the school, um, her brother's school? Um, this was the, the, the show yeah. and tell. Yeah. They kind of yeah, do like a, a montage thing mm-hmm. where they show yeah. how he's getting along quick. with the neighborhood. Yeah. And he's, he's a star within the neighborhood. Um, but like Dana said, you know, th- this is where we see that, you know, no one really has any good intentions as far as Edward. They're just using him for their own purposes, you know what I'm saying? Um, and taking advantage of his innocence um, and his skills, of course, his artistic abilities with these scissor hands of his. And they do this TV appearance. And at this point, you know, we get a little scene with a Winona Ryder and Anthony Michael Hall and the little brother at the home. And, you know, the more they show Anthony Michael Hall's character, the boyfriend, the more, you know, we get what he's all about. He's he's just an outright prick, you yeah. know, and they just exemplify that as it goes along. But after the TV appearance, the character Joyce um, has the idea to uh, get a... Ed involved in a hair salon, right? Yeah. I think. Did yeah. we skip anything? Or we, yeah, no, what, what we did skip was uh, there was another cameo in this movie. Uh, Vincent Price plays the 
inventor. Yes. How can and so you do have some flashback oh, scenes with Vincent Price and, yeah. uh, and that's all Johnny throughout. Gale. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I, I um, gotta say, I I yeah. loved. I I love Vincent Price. I, I grew yeah. up watching his old yeah. movies on TV when I was a kid, and it was such. It was great to see him acting again at this point. Yeah, and that Burton wrote that role for him. You know, he that was wrote, that he wrote it for specifically for Vincent Price. That was a scene where they explain why he didn't have the hands because, yes. right? Because yeah, were, he was flashbacks. in the process of making the hand, yeah. and then he died first before the hand was made. Well, he made the oh, hand no. and then yeah. dies, yeah. <laughs> then dies, and Johnny Depp, uh, yeah. or Johnny Depp, Edward Scissorhand destroys his hands in the process. Mm -hmm. Yes, he dies just as he's presenting him with the hands. I think it was like mm -hmm. Edward's so-called really, It's really fucked something. up scene. This is classic Tim Burton here. Yes, yeah. yes. Get, oh. Screen, he shows him the hands, you know, he's having an understanding and then all of a sudden Vincent Price character just passes out while he has the hands. And I love how like Johnny Depp's like, oh, what's wrong? Trying to like touch his face, but of course he has nothing but God. blades for hands. Mm -hmm. So he just cuts his face. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh, okay. Well, that's 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 awkward. But uh you're you're right. It, it, they do a good job as far as just uh flashing back of just Edward's origin story of uh, you know, how he was just a a blank machine just sitting and cutting and uh, well they were like making cookies or something like that so uh, he had a yes. machine that was making cookies he made a heart-shaped cookie put the heart up next to the machine that was right. doing some cutting and that's where he had the idea of like okay a machine with a heart okay let's how how does this happen so that, definitely so yeah, no. a, a, a tim burton trope these yeah these overly wow. complicated processes yeah. to create the simplest things I mean, mm -hmm. to make cookies. I mean, you had to see this setup just to make cookies. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. But brilliantly designed by Tim Burton. You know, everything in that castle, everything in this movie as usual. But with it, but within that, I keep calling it a castle for lack of a better term. It probably isn't a castle. But this manner, this whatever it is, um, uh, you know, 100% unfiltered Tim Burton. I mean, all the designs you can tell came from him. All the animatronic things the all the robots whatever pure tim uh tim burton well he wanted he wanted vincent price to be in this movie more he wanted him to have a big role but uh he was declining in health he, i think uh price died in 93 but he had emphysema he also had parkinson parkinson's oh. disease so he they just uh you know they he really didn't have much for him to do in this movie so yeah unfortunately he wanted a lot more vincent price that's sad. Well, I'm sure Tim Burton wanted to die in film. So, I mean, that's all. He was trying to kill Vincent Price in this yeah. movie. Yeah. If you got to die, die on film, okay? Die one yeah. of my Let's movies. not let it go to waste. So, uh -huh. where are we at with the plot then? Oh, the, the hair salon. So, so you're right. Yeah. Like, we, uh, she, she gets that plot and she tries to show, uh, Edward, hey, this is what the future is. You see all the hair dryers and all that. And then she takes him to the back room. How did she get him to the back room? Was it just as simple as she just dragged him back there? Yeah, they just that... took him back. Yeah, she had to like keep leading him because he would get so distracted. She mm -hmm. then yeah. come here, Edward, come here. Mm -hmm. And then she gets him in the chair. She wants to show him the smocks that she has. Oh, do you like this one? Do you like that one? She's kind of modeling it. And then next thing you know, her shirt comes off. Now, this is the storeroom where we keep everything. And what I need from you today is a decision I need you to help me make. Now don't, that's dangerous. Now you just sit right down there. 
I have some smocks. Would you like me to model them for you? And that's what I remembered as a child. Of course. <laughs> That's I feel that's what Joe remembered too. Joe was quite fond of her character. Joe, are you still attracted to her as you were, as you thought you were uh, in the first half of this episode? I can't say I'm attracted, but I was, you know, pretty titillated. I was. <laughs> I have no bones about that, man, except the one yeah. in my pants. Uh, yeah, so... I, was a, I was a healthy woman, man. She, mm -hmm. she was yes, right, she has. She she, was... She's really voluptuous. Yeah, she was ready and she looked great. So she was a little too. She uh, would have been slutty, like the but... forty-four at the time. Yeah, but yeah. like forty-four when this movie uh, was still young. Well, I was around what, around twenty-ish or so. So. Oh no, yeah. June, you weren't forty-four. And uh, Kathy Baker was forty-four. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're old. Oh, no, you're old, at... June. You're not that old. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's seventy-three. She's seventy-three now. So go ahead yes, and just do your yes. math now. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember I had I did have to look her up. Of, uh, of course, just for research sake. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like, it's well, like, was there any other scenes? Well, here? yeah, you 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 went to Mister Skin to look up her age. I know, I, I, I know how you got there. You wanted you wanted to see what year she was born on MrSkin.com. I get it. Well, just whoever, research is research, man. Whoever tracks it down is that real site, MrSkin.com? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, you should just uh, you know, Google that, Jeff. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We got a classic Joe AP detour here, man. I can't ignore that statement. You didn't know that, Mister. You knew Mister. Oh, come on! No. You don't see the smile I, on his face. I do <laughs> not know MrSkin.com. No, now I do. I, I I heard Scott mentioned it a few times, but see, yeah. I I I didn't know that it was real. Mm. Yeah, you just you yeah. just Googled it. Now you know yeah. it's real. What's what's in it? Why is Joe? Why did Joe just log out, guys? All right, so let's uh, let's go back onto the. Uh... Um, long story short, with that scene, it's a it's a failed uh, it's a failed seduction because that, mm -hmm. that's all she's trying to do. She's trying to seduce good looking uh, Edward Caesar hands. Uh, I, I guess she was trying to see uh, if all the machinery worked. But mm -hmm. <laughs> what you get is her falling into the chair onto Johnny Depp. Johnny kind of falls back, but then just. You know, he, he finds a way to escape. It, it, mm -hmm. It's not for him. <laughs> In the She's most the quirky streets. way ever, you know, he got out. <laughs> that whole scene definitely was quirky because she lays on him and then, like, his hands are kind of just up on the side. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well, that's that's sexy. But, but yeah, so, I mean, it, it's our first thing where uh, she she's disappointed. She's like, Edward, you can't do that. That's kind of the last bit mm -hmm. that you leave with that so it, it feels like it's an important piece as we kind of go forward because yeah. right now everybody loves edward we do get to the decline and i think the decline basically starts here because mm -hmm. now um we have uh anthony michael hall's character saying hey i i want it what god what were they stealing again he's Was breaking into his own father's house to get like yeah. some money or something out of it i don't know the, the whole gist is that his father is rich but never gives him any money so he wants to break in to steal something out of his own house yes um well the the, I think they wanted yeah. to steal some yeah. stuff so they could sell it and he wants to get his own van oh yeah to get his own yeah, I mean, there was yeah. a scene earlier where Anthony Michael Hall is having dinner with Winona Ryder's family, and he made that comment that, you know, that he comes from a, apparently a, a rich family, but his dad doesn't, you know, give him anything. Like he mentioned, yeah, I want to get my own car, but my dad won't buy it for me. He wants me to work for it. Um, that kind of deal. So I don't know. Douchey, you know, yeah, so douchey. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. He should walk out on, on Anthony Michael Hall. He's already a douche kid. He failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no fixing that kid. <laughs> um, but but yeah, see, he basically is just like, hey, you know, because one of the many skills that we do see, um, I think he broke into another door another way. He just, broke into their house. Just... When Winona lost her key at one okay, point. There we go. And there then he go. he unlocks the door with his scissor hands, and that's where uh, Anthony Michael Hall gets the idea, like, oh, well, Edward can help us break into my own house. Yeah, we 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 basically flash to that scene where now everybody's in commando outfits, which I love. So everybody looks like a robber. So you have Anthony Michael Hall, Monona Ryder. You have the two other friends that we never really see too much, but the owner of the van and his girlfriend. Everybody's ready commando style. And then meanwhile, we have Johnny Depp coming in there like he's like a fan with like a you know forward hat and you know it, it was it was was really funny it's like that's the worst camouflage ever <laughs> um <laughs> but we do make it to the house anthony michael hall is you know trying to convince he, he basically is lying to edward of just like yeah somebody stole from me and we have to go into this door and get it and and his innocence is like somebody stole from you here okay and we're using Monota because clearly he has this overwhelming attraction towards her as bait to make sure that he's in the house to do this deed but while he's doing this deed in the house um the alarm goes off uh you know alarm goes off and everybody books it everybody books it except poor edward edward's in the the house you know he he's unsure what to do i mm-hmm. mean uh it, it plays back to that value of he's a robot he has a heart he's very innocent he's thinking he's doing the right thing like what bad thing could he do um, you know, he he doesn't know if right from wrong, essentially, but everybody else does. Um, everybody else hightails it. They're gone. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, you know, like they're trying to, you know, Winota's character is trying to convince him, like, go back. You know, they're, they're not going to charge you for breaking into your own house. That doesn't even make any sense. It's your house, wow. you know. And he's like, oh, actually, my dad totally will charge me for breaking <laughs> my own house, you know, just. This shows how much of a dick kid that he is. Yeah, but um, I also I kind of think he's set up Edward too because right before all the 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 alarm goes off, Edward walks into that room. Anthony Michael is behind him and closes the door. Then the alarm goes off. So I think he closed the door on him. I think he was setting up Edward. I think he was a little bit time. jealous of. And I think Edward. he was. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. And I think this is the point where Rorona, yeah, Rhinona, Rhinona had a feelings build some kind of feeling for Edward like yeah you know, sim- simply just because she felt bad for him and then now she kind of had this kind of feelings for him yeah well by that point yeah he had kind of grown on her she got used to having him in the house I guess mm-hmm. or whatever and she accepted that he was you know part of their family different at that point. <laughs> different yes yeah, very different yeah, but, you know, and also good. I'll push back on that, too, because, you know, later on in not not too far after this scene, you know, cops come, they they arrest yeah. him, they take him to the police station. And when he gets out, um, Winona says, you know, are you OK? You know, you know, I, I'm sorry that you you that you this happened to you. And, oh, you yes, know, thanks and for he, not telling what, us. yeah. And then and he basically says, you know, I did it for you. I, I know I knew it was his house. I did it for you. You know, because because you asked me, so he knew it was uh, uh, Anthony Michael Hall's house. He just did it because Winona asked him to do it. Love, love. <laughs> a simple man falling in love can be manipulated by women. That's that's all. That's that's the whole point of this movie. Uh, love stinks. 
Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Um, so yeah, at this point, uh, he is busted. Edward is busted. He's at the precinct. At yeah. the precinct, this the is one the... the one person of color in the whole movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> the cop. This is the Bucky nicest, cap. cleanest precinct I've ever yes. seen. Now I have to say this in contrast. We skipped a scene when they're trying to get financing for their supposed salon. Oh, yeah. oh I forgot. And the yeah, yeah, the yeah. bank. Do you guys remember what this bank looked like? This bank looked like an asylum. The the facade out front, it was just all just this like brick. It looked like brutalist architecture. And it just bank. It was just called bank. And they yeah. go in and it's a all the bank is is this guy behind the desk and a big safe behind them with guards. It was the funniest thing. It looked like that looked more like a jail than <laughs> this precinct that 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 they have Edward in. Yeah, they go to get uh Ed out and and he gets lectured by the dad. Well, not much of a lecture. The dad is very not throughout this whole thing, nothing phases the dad. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. They're, they're, they're not really the mom's not bothered by it. They're all just like, yeah, yeah, you know, you didn't know right from wrong. You know, we should have taught you. It's yeah. not your fault. Because wasn't there like a psychologist or somebody who, who basically justified that oh. as well to the cops? Oh, thank because you. Because that cop basically yeah, he had empathy. That yeah, shit empathy. was hilarious. Because yeah. the psychologist is like, yeah, he has all these issues. He has this, this, and that, and this. And the cop is just like, yeah, but he's gonna is he gonna be all right out there when he gets out? And the psychologist is like, yeah, sure. And he walks over. <laughs> Will he be okay, Doc? The years spent in isolation have not equipped him with the tools necessary to judge right from wrong. He's had no context. He's been completely without guidance. Furthermore, his work, the garden sculptures, hairstyles, and so forth, indicate that he's a highly imaginative uh, character. It seems clear that his awareness of what we call reality is radically underdeveloped. But will he be all right out there? Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he gets bailed out. Yeah, they take him home. Uh, but now this is, yeah, you see the more turning. You know, now the neighbors are like, you know, up in arms. It, uh, mm -hmm. Joyce has been telling that he tried to take advantage of her, that, uh. you know, he he tried to assault her. And, uh, yeah, now now everyone, you know, starts listening to the religious lady that he, you know, he he's a problem. He's a devil. And uh, yeah. hell has no fury, like Peg Bundy scorned, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. But um yeah, this is the beginning of the downfall for Ed with these with this neighborhood. Um, people are showing their true colors, and yeah. this thing starts slipping for him from here. Yeah, the 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 brother, yeah, like the the brother doesn't want to hang out with him. The brother was so impressed to bring him for show and tell, but then you know you have small mm -hmm. scenes like, hey, do you want to play? He didn't even call it paper rock scissors. Oh yeah, what he called it. Yeah. <laughs> scissors paper rock or yeah. whatever, and uh and, and yeah, he was just like, yeah, no. Don't want to be bothered with you, you know. Nothing to see here, and and to what Joe was saying, like the only person who's now kind of showing some compassion finally is Winona Ryder. Yeah, uh, she she went from uh, being the exact opposite, from ostracizing this big weirdo to, oh, you know, I, I got empathy for this guy. This this guy did this deed, and yeah. uh, of course she's just she was part of the deed. She was part of the bad deed. So so without a doubt, she just feels bad. Mm -hmm. um, but we get to. Uh, I, I guess more of, of kind of the downward turn. Um, don't we get now to uh, besides him kind of just being ostracized 
Did she break up with the boyfriend? She yeah, she up broke up with the boyfriend, and then the thing this is yeah. when she tried to bring him back to his house, right? Back. Well, I think we I think we're missing the scene where he yeah. uh, he's doing the ice sculpture outside, and then Winona goes outside and starts spinning, and in the in the, the the ice flurries coming down on top of her. And so, so I gotta ask, yeah. you know, is this what you Floridians yeah, do yeah. whenever you get yeah. snow? Yeah, the only way we're gonna get snow like here is by by carving ice. So yeah, that's a, <laughs> about as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah, it's the famous mm -hmm. scene which was used endlessly in the promotion for this movie. I remember it was used a I lot. Call that. Um, but it is, is it was a, a very well yeah. done scene. I mean, it was. It was what, what culminates with her cool. getting uh with Anthony Michael Hall showing up again and yeah. uh her getting her hand cut by accident by Edward. Edward's trying mm -hmm. to come down from the ladder and slices her hand and then all hell breaks loose. Then then Anthony Michael Hall uh charges at him and yeah, you you get everything sorry, the cops get called, you know, the he he starts running off and yeah, it's uh it's a mess. This is all to the end already. Getting close, yeah. Oh, hold on. We're, yeah, we're we're not there yet, but yeah, we we do get close because we already. So her hand gets cut. She breaks up with the boyfriend because the boyfriend's making a big deal, a whole lot of nothing about it, trying to turn a a molehill into a mountain. Um, you know, she she still kind of understands what's going on, but uh, as she breaks up with the boyfriend, boyfriend goes to go hang out with his buddy and gets fucked up in the van. Yeah. Um, as he's getting fucked up in the van, just getting drunk, he's he he wants to come, you know, he wants to come back to Winona. He wants to find a way to come back to Winona and and be together with her. Um, so he makes his friend uh, do a, a little bit of a do a Dewey, go ahead and just drive <laughs> under the influence. Yeah. Um, as he's driving under the influence, um, the brother is heading back home, um, her younger brother, and both Winona and Edward both see her younger brother really about to careen into this 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 van that now has a drunk driver about to hit uh, the brother so edward saves him dives into the road um of course he doesn't have any damn hands so <laughs> as he saves him and tries to see if he's okay he's he's accidentally slicing him and he's slicing him in the face i, don't so know, I think he should be he, this guy yeah. can like cut all this stuff in the world i think he should be a little better with his scissor hands by now right i think he should know <laughs> how to not cut somebody he, he can like do all these crazy hair designs and not nick any of these ladies but you know this kid he can't control himself from like slashing this kid's face yeah i, I don't know i think he's a bit of a monster i think he should be burned and shot <laughs> <laughs> which lead them to the try to go on so yeah this is basically what happens now yeah he he runs back to to uh the old house you know the the three houses down from the house he's been at is <laughs> yeah. driveway to his old house he runs there and the cop chases him the cop shows up at this exact same time and follows him in and then uh shoots a couple that was no yeah, chase yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the cop was driving yeah. two miles an hour that yeah. was well, he gets out of the car and then shoots off his gun to make it. I don't know if he wanted to make them think that he shot and killed him or if he just did it to scare him away. And then like, like, <laughs> all right, nothing to see here, guys. It's over. And he just drives away. There's a mob right there. And he just just drives <laughs> away. Like, all right, see you guys. I'm out of here. And they get pissed at him too for just driving away. They were just like, "We, well, you just we have questions. We want an explanation. Yeah. Yes, we have questions." Yeah. That's what one of them said. That was so funny. Well, well no, I, I but, love um, uh, just a little bit to rewind because 
I, I love because Edward is walking back because everybody is coming towards him. Everybody is giving him shit. Um, you know, Winona and the mom kind of have a talk about just like, you know, it's our fault. Edward probably isn't meant to be here. It's my fault for bringing him down. But mm-hmm. I, I love how Edward just goes on just a tantrum. He's just like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> he, so as he's walking yeah. back, well, he slices off the leg of, yeah. of one of the dinosaur trimmings. <laughs> yeah. uh, he sees a, a car <laughs> tire. Yeah, he's just like, Fuck he, it. Uh, he does. Uh, he makes a demon like uh, Bush outside of the religious lady's oh. house. <laughs> that was yes. fantastic yes. made a little devil so so everybody that's why you get more of a mob because he, he's on some bucket well that, the only that person is that before actually... the whole icy yeah. that's before the whole kid getting tackled too he does that he does that right after the the uh the snow scene uh, he runs off that time the father's on the roof putting stapling fake snow to the roof and then sees him walk away and that's when he goes on that little bender of destroying stuff in the neighborhood and then he comes back home, and then that's when the kid uh, he has to save the kid from the van. And now he's out of there. Okay. Now, now he's yeah, back he in heard, his place. Because he heard the cop car when he was sitting down with the dog, right? Because like the last thing after that tantrum yeah. part mm-hmm. is he's sitting with the dog. He he helps the dog. It's like a sheep dog. It can't see. Oh well, yeah, that's open. the first time the, the yeah. cops are looking for him. Yeah. Then he goes home and runs into Winona, and then they then that's when the van shows up after that. And then the cop okay, comes yeah. back again. I don't know where the hell the cop went to, but yeah, that that neighborhood seems like it's like three blocks long. So I'm not sure where he was at, but it was on but, patrol, man. Yeah, so he he yeah. pushes Edward back to the house. Uh, the the mob decides Winona and the mob and basically everyone in town is going up to go to to go up to his his doorstep. You know, Winona beats him there. She you know asks if he's okay. She's sorry. I think she says she loves him in the scene and then they're about to kiss. And then Anthony Michael Hall jumps out and uh, starts hitting him and beating he him. Has a, yeah. And then hitting her too. Right? Well, he has a, a well, he, does he have a, a gun first? He comes does he have a gun? a gun? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, has a gun. He does. And he uh, does. you know, he, uh, he's going to, he shoots at Edward, but uh eventually edward kills him basically eventually edward stat in this this fairy tale uh story stabs him in the chest and pushes him out a window (laughs) (laughs) tim burton's happy ending of a movie he he kills a high school kid and uh that's that's the fairy tale ending at this point the 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 mob from or the neighborhood mob whatever you want to call them i don't know uh they they reach this this home they they find I guess they see Anthony yeah, his Michael's dead body, which yeah, they could care less. <laughs> no, nobody yeah. cares that his dead body's on the ground. Not, nobody not cares. No, nobody else, nobody no. calls nobody the ambulance. The nobody calls the cop back again. Yeah, no He's one just like dead that. Dead on the ground. Nada. No. Yeah. Nada. Nada. Uh, Winona um, basically lies to everybody and says uh, they killed mm-hmm. each other, and to prove it, she comes out with uh, yeah, she had a copy. That they, I guess, that had extra pairs of scissor hands, as mm-hmm. everyone should, and and uh, she shows it to them, and and I guess that's all the proof that they brought. Proof enough. Yeah. And <laughs> they, they everyone leaves. They leave the dead body. They leave the dead dead high school kid yeah, on the ground. <laughs> all right, well, nothing yeah. to see here. Let's go home. Though to be fair, judging you know, seeing as how the how the cops, you know, the local cops treated the whole thing i wouldn't have called them either at that point <laughs> they were gonna do shit i mean those are some lazy ass cops and we return Pre- to where yeah, we were at so old, old lady winona 
Well, yeah, yeah she's telling, yeah. and she's <laughs> like, it, you know, and this is why we have we never had snow before. So she's basically telling the granddaughter that, yeah, he she knows he's still up there because you know we we've had snow since uh since that day, and he must mm -hmm. be up there carving ice, making snow for her. And uh, yeah, she just leaves yes. leaves it leaves, leaves a special needs guy up there for the last you know 70 years <laughs> yeah so. and you know like i i don't know how he's fending for himself i don't know what he's <laughs> eating you know what, what he's probably by now he's probably a murderer he's probably killed like so many people all these years you know it's uh mm. yeah it's a, it's actually a horror story my theory is that winona and her granddaughter are the only two <laughs> he's, he's, mur he's murdered <laughs> everyone else one yeah, by someone. one he came back every <laughs> night after that night. somebody keep missing one by one and uh, that's what he's been uh, living off Makes of is, is the flesh of the people of this neighborhood. That is my theory. But that is um, Edward Scissorhands in a nutshell. Ah, let's go. This was... How uh, good was it? I think this movie really wasn't that big of a hit. I, I want to say it, it only made like $83 million? Uh, Maybe not even that much at the box office. It was not a, not a huge hit. I think in the U.S. it only made like $40 million. Which for Tim Burton at that point is I mean it's a, a it's a hard movie to sell. It's a, it's a weird fucking movie. Yeah, uh, it was made yeah, for twenty yeah. million dollars. Uh, it only grossed uh, fifty six in in the U S. and ended up worldwide making eighty six. So you know, I mean, not not yeah. a flop, but you know, not not a huge blockbuster. You, you come up with this concept and you put it on paper for somebody and present it to them. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Huh? You're gonna you do what to Johnny Depp? You want you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, you take the the most, you know, the biggest heartthrob of that era, of that time, and and you want to make them look like Robert Smith. I don't know about this, um, but hey, it's developed quite the cult following, I think, since Huge. then, um, and has become one of it the favorite movies. This is one of my wife's favorite movies of all time. I mean, she just watched this a couple of weeks ago, which I didn't know. Um, I got home from work and I was like, I have to watch it. Um, Edward Scissorhands. She goes, oh, I just watched it the other week. I was like, she, she. I think she watches it like <laughs> this freaking movie. So, I mean, she loves this movie. Should we just dive into yeah, how good yeah, was not? it? You know, Dana, uh, you know yeah. the role. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let the Grinch go ask. first. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, first of all, let's give a shout out to Joe for absolutely crushing this. Um, that was the only thing going through my mind when I was finally watching it. Like Joe blacking out and just naming every single scene of this movie. I was just like, man, Joe was on point on part sure one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, uh, uh, the real winner in this movie, I would say, is uh, is imagery. And I think that's a big thing of what Tim Burton brings to the table. Um, you, you guys are right. Story-wise, at the end of the day, this is really Beauty and the Beast. Um, you know, they named it and they they dressed it up a different way. Um, but that exactly is what the imagery was of just not judging a book by its cover. And, you know, something that's ugly could be beautiful. Something that's beautiful could be ugly. I mean, that that was a big part of this movie. The, the imagery with the contrast, we, we talked about the homes. I still question Joe wanting to have these disgusting Easter egg looking house colors but but it was a really good contrast of having those crazy bright ass colors to to the imagery of this dark mansion and and once again putting the same play to that those homes look so lively and colorful 
but the people inside those homes weren't exactly, you know, the people with the best hearts. I mean, mm-hmm. it was nothing but mess, nothing but drama, nothing but gossip versus the dark, scary home had somebody who truly had a heart of gold or maybe a heart of a cookie. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was uh after not seeing this movie for a while i, I kind of was uh kind of just surprised at just how much i really did love the images but I, man this no, was not a bad movie. Let's, let's put it this way i, I feel like <laughs> I, I do have a role here my role is the shit on the movies uh, <laughs> but i i, I want to say that after watching this i was I, I, I felt just compelled to be like, I, I I just don't like this. But it was more of like, this isn't a movie I would have normally picked. I think this is a movie that if it was on, I'd be like, I'm, I'm okay. I understand what it is. But it was a beautiful movie. I, I think that's the part that, that kind of is conflicting for me because I, I did love everything that Tim Burton did. I, I loved all the nuance that he put into the story and the imagery, like I said. But it just really wasn't for me. <laughs> um, I, I think it was uh, not, movie, not enough. I think, not enough Whoopi Goldberg in it. I mean, not what, enough what Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> um, not enough white face. I mean, there was a white face. They put a lot of white makeup on Johnny Depp, and it's like he's white already. Calm down. But, um, <laughs> it, it just it just was such a out there movie. But to, to be fair to Tim Burton, that's what he does. He, he mm-hmm. is the king of eccentric. That's how I think of him. He's eccentric. This is this is you know when I watch this movie, I'm sure that I was just watching it for more of a purity sake. Versus now, like the only people I can imagine loving this movie is like people who are totally into goth. Like I could see goth kids just like this is the movie they worship. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's just more of just mm-hmm. I, I'm not in the category of probably his audience, his target audience for this. How good was it? I, I can't say it was bad or, or meh, which is my uh, I really don't care about it rating. I could definitely say it's good, but it's more good for good for people to see the eccentric and to see a a creator, basically a master at his craft. I mean, you know, I may not know how to make sushi and sushi may not be for me but i can understand somebody taking the knife skills to cut a piece of fish amazingly i mean i think that's kind of the thought process i had when i was looking at it so i mean i'm gonna go ahead and say that yeah this was a good movie um though i i feel like i'm not the target audience but i i do i, I think i really recognize all the the work that Tim Burton put into this. It, it definitely doesn't go unnoticed i think it's a lot of great things on this but just for me just you know it, it's it's good <laughs> That's a very long-winded good. All right, Joe. Yeah. Well, let's do a short-winded uh, good. You're off. So <laughs> I I completely agree with Dana. Like everything you said, uh, you touch on everything that I was thinking about. I I thought the movie, you know, a calling not a calling card, but it's what you would expect Tim Burton would do. But it is uh, interesting when you you did point out the the contrast and the comparison of the town and the people in the neighborhood. You know, I think that's a very good point. I think I thought I was thinking of that too, where, you know, the town is so vibrant, but the people are at one point was vibrant, but all of a sudden that that color changes, just, you know, simple act of, you know, um, misunderstanding, right? So it's like a yin and yang. Thing can happen either way on both sides. The movie was, to me, I, I thought I knew 
and understand the movie, but um, watching it again, you know, without thinking too much into it, it was, I, I lose interest of the movie. Like I forget, mm. um, it, maybe because I sort of thought I knew the movie. So when I watched the movie, I sort of not pay attention to it. I'm disappointed that I wasn't as glued to the movie like I thought I would be. Um, but I do appreciate the the film, the cinema photography, the the, the idea of Tim Burton crea- creation. But the, like you said, the storyline is a very simple uh, story, um, and it's not something new, something that you know, like fresh. With that said, I I, I do enjoy it, but I wasn't uh, completely like hundred percent glued to the TV and wanting to know what's going on no. I mean I think it's a good well-made movie um and it if if someone never seen it should watch it at least once so uh maybe it's good if you you know never seen it before or if you didn't expect yeah, it first time. but now that you expect it you have seen it mm-hmm. so so it, it was not like <laughs> um you know so I say it was okay Okay. Well, that thanks, Joe. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Too long with an answer. Yeah, I know. Three for three. To, to, right, to, get, dude. to get to that. Okay. Okay. So we're doing this Tim Burton thing, right? Tim, Tim Burton films have their own set of tropes. He's very good at what he does. Um, just like Dana and Joe said, I agree. As far as the visuals, you know, he's he's you know he has his such a distinctive style as far as. Um, scenery, details, art, you know, it's all in there. It's all in this film. Tim Burton is all over this film. I think this movie is good based on the characters and the actors who played them. I think Johnny Depp was great in this movie. I forgot how good he was in this role, especially going back in time and thinking of where he was at in his film career. Um, he was the face. He was a sex symbol. He was, you know, all the girls wanted to be with Johnny Depp. He could, you know, he could, the world was his oyster at that point. And as I said before in this episode, um, making the transition from TV star to movie star, he could have just relied on that. He could have just done pretty face roles and rom-coms and stupid shit like that. But he did it. He took on challenging roles, things that he had never done before, roles that we would have never expected to see Johnny Depp play. And this was kind of the first in that line, along with things like a crybaby, even though he was a cute face in crybaby. But um, in this one, it was very against the grain for him as a leading man. And he was great. I forgot how good he was in this movie. He doesn't have many lines. But his mannerisms, the physical acting that he did, gave the character a lot of empathy and made him endearing. You know, you felt for this character and what he went through in living with this crazy-ass town in Florida. Winona Ryder was was okay, but she was just kind of Winona Ryder as she was back then. <laughs> you know, it was like... For me, Winona Ryder is a great, is a good actor. I think she's a better actress now than she was ever. I like her more in Stranger Things than I did in any of these movies back in the 80s and going into the 90s, probably with the exception of Heathers. I thought she was wonderful in Heathers. But, 
you know, she was fine enough. She she played the leading uh uh actress role fine in this movie. She was she was good for this role. The rest of the cast was wonderful. I mean, I love the town members. They made this movie for me. They I mean, Tim Burton has a way of taking taking the mundane uh life of suburbia, right? And just twisting it on its on its own head. He exaggerates these characters. Um, if somebody's a slut, mm -hmm. they're a slut. <laughs> you know, if somebody's a cop, they're a cop. How good was this movie for me? It was good. It it still holds up. I feel the same way about it now that I pretty much did back then. Um, I didn't think it was an amazing movie. I think it was an amazing in scenery and acting. I tend to think with Tim Burton films that each of these films is just a take on his own life. I think it's a way of getting back at the world. I imagine that he grew up a super geek into geeky things, probably into, you know, old horror movies, obviously, um, you know, animation, comics, you know, the, the things that everybody as a kid gets picked on for liking. That was Tim Burton. And I think each one of his movies, especially these early works from him, was his way of getting back at the world because he makes the world look evil. He makes the world look horrible. He makes the common man an asshole. And he's very good at doing that. So I think this movie exemplifies that. For me, it was a good movie. How good was it? It was good. Yeah, I'd watch this again. It's something you leave on in the background or whatever. I'd watch it more for the scenery more than anything else. The scenery was exemplary. But how good was it? It was good. Go, Scott. Well, um, you know... I, I could honestly say the exact same review June just did. I mean, all the talking points I wanted to say, pretty much June just covered. Uh, you know, I, it, this movie is very much um, Tim Burton's uh, view of himself. You know, he said that, you know, this, he thinks of himself as Edward Scissorhands. He grew up in a neighborhood like this, and he was the alienated. He was the goth kid. And he, uh, this this is basically him manifested into a movie and so he, uh, it was personal for him. Um, yeah, this is a modern day fairy tale to me. You know, this is, you know, this yes. is, this is, uh, I'm, just like June said, I, I think I feel the same way about it now as I did in 1990. I, I enjoyed it in 1990. It was back then. See, I, I think, you know, we, he's made so many films and so many films after this are, you know, is that signature Tim Burton style. But this is like one of the original ones, you know, this is maybe even more, you know, Beetlejuice, I would say, is the first of the Tim Burton style movies. I think this one is even more of a Tim Burton style movie than that. And, you know, yeah. And then you see a lot of the same things in, in the movies after this. But, you know, this for him was pretty much an original take. And yeah, I, I enjoyed. It. I still laughed at the same parts. Uh, I like, like Gene said, Johnny Depp's performance is great in this movie. You know, it's almost like a silent movie star in this movie. You know, he's he's selling you yeah, with facial yeah. expressions and you know, not not with uh, with uh, with lines of dialogue. So uh, I I enjoyed it. It was for me. I think it was a little more fun because Mary had never seen this movie before, so we watched together and cool. she enjoyed it think? as well. You know um yeah it's i i think like joe said i think maybe maybe this is a movie i won't watch a lot i did enjoy it i enjoyed it the same i think it holds up great but yeah how good was it i think it was pretty good
Yeah. You know, this was the date movie for of sure. its time. If you wanted to get, get with a girl, you took her to go see this film because one, it was a Johnny Depp film, but it was an ugly Johnny Depp film. So you yeah, had no maybe I look better than him. <laughs> exactly. Probably not in her you know, eyes. Like, no, girl, girl's still alive. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see it. But that's yeah. a, that's a good point, Jim. Yeah. If you if somebody's ugly, you could take a girl out to go see a movie, and then and then she goes, "Hey, you see that? That guy's ugly." I might have a chance. <laughs> look, I don't have scissor hand, but my hand's pretty ugly too. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's dark in this theater. I I look better than Johnny Depp on the on the big screen. It's fine. Yeah. So, audience, any last uh, observations as far as this movie? Yeah. Anything I mean, else anyone wants to add about Tim Burton? I, this is just, I, to me, it's way better than A Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, I this is this is this is watchable. <laughs> you know, Nightmare Before Christmas it looked beautiful, Ouch. but the story just was wasn't there. This is actually a story to this movie. You know, this this is a yeah. I, it's Beauty I, and the I Beast. This. Yeah, it's literally but, Beauty and the but Beast. But it's still a better story than, than whatever <laughs> the point of uh, of Nightmare Before Christmas was. I'm not sure. This this Be has yourself. a point to it. Yeah. No. 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 Are, you, are we talking about Nightmare Before Christmas again? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Because there, it's amazing. There's there no point in that movie. Because there, it is an amazing movie. Uh, well, no. The I, point I, of that movie was. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, I, I, I'm fine. I, it's like I, I definitely feel like it's definitely uh, agree to disagree on that because I, I just. This movie just was so I, I I just couldn't really care for it, I guess, at all. But to to be fair, I definitely am more on the nerdy side of June. I I, I like the animation. I like I it, it it almost could have been the story about anything. You're right, as far as the nightmare before Christmas, but that was the saving grace for nightmare before Christmas with me, is that it was that an an, an animated feature. Yeah. And as an artist, the scenery, just like you said, Scott, the scenery was just amazing it's amazingly done and i think that went over big time with me where i was able to ignore that i don't know what this movie is about <laughs> i don't know what it's trying to say i think it's trying to say what i took from it was what halloween is better than christmas uh, that's what i took you know, from what white sand is going to save the day i'm not sure i'm not sure what what is what i'm yeah. what is what i'm <laughs> right he is right he but what they do share in common though is yes especially with this film edward scissorhands you guys are absolutely right. I agree. It's it's a fairy tale. It's basically a fairy tale. It's it's nothing that hasn't yeah, been done. Frankenstein just, meets Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Okay, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was supposed know. to be a musical just too. He rig he originally intended this to be a musical. Oh, I'm and, glad. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I guess maybe I when Robert it. Smith got out, he's like, all right, I guess I can't uh I can't have a love <laughs> song going over the over this movie. Johnny Depp singing it. This is why I love that man. The cure has never failed me. Robert Smith knows damn well what he's doing. Okay? He probably could have made a shit ton of money from this movie. And he said, no, I'm not going to do it. Just going to keep my damn songs mm -hmm. to myself. You do you. I'm just <laughs> going to be sad over here in England. <laughs> Don't call me anymore. There you have it, folks. Our review for Edward Scissorhands. Part of our, we don't know what we're calling it yet. But for now, we'll stick with the Tim Burton month until we come up with something better. As always, please like, follow, subscribe. We have quite the back catalog now. Check us out. Um, if you have a favorite movie of your past that you'd like for us to review, please throw it at us. And please share with us any memories about your time watching Edward Scissorhands. Does it bring back good memories, bad memories, anything in between? Do you own Disintegration by The Cure? You uh, damn well should. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you do. 
As always, thank you for joining us. Check us out to see what else we have in store for our Tim Burton month. Please say bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, circus. What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at howgoodwasitpod at gmail.com.